Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben is directly across from me. Mr. Rob is on the other side of the glass. We got a picture of Kirsten Cinema being held up. What's she up to now? Saving the day for the filibuster? Uh, yes, she's uh, she's making people in Arizona happy. <laughs> We're going to talk about happy Kirsten Cinema with joy and uh, new Republican Joe Manchin today. So. <laughs> Joe Manchin, next quarterback from uh, West Virginia, hmm. West Virginia Mountaineers. Very okay. interesting uh, family history. And uh, but uh, no good to see you, and uh, a little bit cold. It's no good to see you. Okay. Uh, it's good to see you, and it's cold, and it's going to be cold, but it's January. January and it's farm show week, so it should be cold and uh, it's over. Well, I know, but it was so. I mean, <laughs> it's it's slept over from okay. the farm show, but we didn't have the uh, inches and inches and inches of snow we usually have this time a year, at least in the central and eastern part of the state. We did have a lot more out west. Yeah, we're okay. our uh, let's see our January. Joe Lundberg says our January was just about two degrees above average temperature wise, or I'm sorry, our oh. December, and uh, this so far has been relatively average, although if, if things stay in the single digits for too long, we'll start to have a below average That's, month uh, of January. It's cold, and the f- frustration of snow removal is that <laughs> you get uh, you get snow, you get activity on top of that snow, then you get a freeze, and then you try to uh, make it as safe as possible for people to get around the uh, area. Roads have been uh, pretty clear, but sidewalks and parking lots are a problem. All right. Well, we welcome everybody to contact us uh, today. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. It's sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, and they were nice enough recently to let me drive around in a 2021 Mustang Mach-E Premium. It's an SUV. It would be perfect in this kind of weather because it does not even need a split second to warm up. It start, as soon as you turn the heater on, you can start it from in your house and you can use the app on your phone. Turn the vehicle on, which means you illuminate the electric uh, components. Turn on the heater. The heater heat up immediately. There's no waiting for the engine to heat up. The electric heaters turn on immediately, and the vehicle, when the well, they did it when the vehicle was 35 degrees, and the inside cabin gets up to 74 degrees in about a minute and 20 seconds, whether you're in the vehicle or not. With the heaters on high, a minute and 20 seconds to get the vehicle up to 74 degrees. So how about that? Now, now it's 9 degrees, so it might take a couple minutes more, but keep it in the garage to start out with. You'll have it up to 74 before you even uh, get your gloves on and then you get in the vehicle and realize up oh, I guess I don't need my gloves the vehicle is nice and warm can but that's you, the Mustang uh, Mach-E Premium. You start it from your rotary phone in your kitchen? 
if you can, you no, know, you have to go outside, <laughs> climb the pole to the top of the pole, and the rotary phone is connected up there. So yes, you can connect a rotary phone to the uh, the Mustang Mach E Premium, but they find it much easier to just use the app on your smartphone instead. So do as I've done. Go to the Sunbury Motor Company. Tell them you want to drive one of the Mustang Mach E's. A lot of people are ordering very specific ones. There's five or six different models, including one that's ultra fast, zero to sixty in about four seconds. Uh, so lots of folks have ordered these, and they're all you know in the forty-five to six, probably sixty-five for that ultra fast one. Uh, so they are uh, reasonably priced uh, for working-class dogs like myself. Two hundred sixty-six horsepower, the one I drove, and it is an SUV. It's called a Mustang, but it's not a pony. It's uh, one of the ones that is uh, looks uh, maybe like you took an edge and stretched it out, uh, but perfect vehicle for a lot of families. Twenty twenty-one Mustang Mach E Premium, a hundred percent electric. Do as I've done before. I got a chance to drive it. Go to SunburyMotors.com. All right, we got open phones right now. We'd love to hear from you. The topic of your selection. There's some national items going on. We uh, tried to bust the filibuster, at least for one vote in Washington. <laughs> that didn't work. Um, what did Chuck Schumer says? He's got some kind of strategy going on that this will help. And now that we know who's on the record, you know, Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin voted for the voting rights change. So then that got stuck. But then uh, as for ending the filibuster, they uh, didn't vote for that. So that didn't pass either. So, But Joe Manchin says, now we know where everybody stands on the filibuster in Washington. The vast majority of people and uh, senators favor it. So I'm not quite sure what that's going to accomplish. Maybe that was like a last-ditch, uh, what do they call it, alley-oop, you football people. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why I'm we drawing a blank uh, on that. That's President Biden's religion, so he should be able to throw a couple of <laughs> Hail Marys. He okay. might need, uh, him and his administration might need many here. Is Chuck Hail Schumer Marys. Catholic? I believe he... Uh, is uh, looking to eat kosher. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so he wasn't trying to Hail Mary per se, but in any event, um, it is an opportunity for them to try to get everybody on record. So now that we see that everybody's on record for another failed attempt, I'm not <laughs> sure what that accomplishes. But anyway, okay, so we can talk about that local news if you wish. Uh, the A lot of kids today using profane language or some of the churches are struggling. Maybe you'd like to call in about that. 1-800-795 9565 is our open line. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. You can text us at 70236. I'm turning on the uh, key system now to get the uh, text connect system up and running. Uh, it is a little hesitant today because it's so chilly outside, but it looks like it's going to work. Do you so. use some profane language? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, a little tidbit I have not seen in our local newspapers, not seen the, the coverage out even in the uh, on the wires, but uh, understand the, uh, remember the Shikalimi School Board and the Shikalimi uh, associate workers, the administrative workers. Sure, they hired out those tiff. folks. Yep. And uh, I understand that the Shikalimi School Board has won the case to be able to go ahead and do that. Whatever side you're on, uh, you know, you had the the administration coming in saying, mm -hmm. you know, we have to... So there was a lawsuit or something? There was a lawsuit, and the yeah. uh, Shikalimi Board was awarded. So it was a uh, one of the first in recent histories that the school boards 
a school board in Pennsylvania has broken a union. Now, you could be on either side of that, but you would think that might be some news somewhere to get out. But uh, is the Shiklemi School District running efficiently? Uh, I guess time will tell, but <clears throat> I haven't heard any, uh, haven't heard anything, haven't seen anything, but I understand the school board did win its case, so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in the future. All right, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us. They beat the union, but broke the union. Doesn't that mean the union breaks up and no longer exists? Well, whatever, yeah, whichever side you're on. Um, but uh, for a school board, though, in Pennsylvania, to take on a union and win, that's uh, probably does not happen a whole lot of times, especially in this, uh, uh, how would you say, the, the atmosphere of unions and actually what we're seeing across the country with the uh, teachers' unions having so much strength. But, again, this was the administrative folks, and uh, I know uh, there was a lot of news going back and forth when this was all happening. One of the uh, most, I would say, uh, very astute letter to the editor was penned by uh, Jeff Walters, a former Strickland School Board member, but laid out the scenario of that uh, situation and how to address it. And, again, people are going to have uh, different opinions, but I thought that might be newsworthy for a uh, local newspaper to, to possibly cover it or to be on the wire a little bit anyway. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Maybe you know about that. Give us a buzz. One of our listeners sent us a note this week, and it says, I don't get what the battle is all about since voting rights were made into law back in the 1960s. Do the blacks want to vote as often as they can and whites only once? There were two black women down in Texas who were arrested for voting 70 or 80 times with write-in ballots. Just wondering, says Dave on the Hill. I think you guys might have had a caller or maybe Joe address this, but at some point, voting is a right and a privilege, and you can put whatever percentage on. Is it 100% both? Is it 80-20? Whatever you want to call it. But at some point, you should have a little skin in the game, and there might you might think it, it would be good to take an effort to go help your democracy, your representative republic. I mean, there, there there might be a little bit of a... What are you saying? Let's see. You, you might have to go out of your way a little bit to vote. I you mean, want people to vote. Well, that's It might advice. be important to, to say, okay, this is, this is something I'm really... Maybe take a little more serious than... Uh, okay, I think I'll go vote. But uh, you, you would you would want uh, some criteria that would make sense. You're into voting, aren't you? I voted. Uh, You'd walk to the polling place if you had to, wouldn't you? Uh, backwards. Okay. All uphill, right. uphill both ways, backwards. But mm -hmm. uh, again, with the ID situations and that, you hear different things. But you have to dig a little deeper into some of the information. I heard somebody said somebody called in. Somebody heard it. They moved the polling place in Texas somewhere to this, but. You you sort of have to look at demographics and shifts in precincts or shifts in districts to see where you want to vote. But if you want to make voting as easy as possible, you're diluting voting. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We got uh, voting uh, law changes pending in Harrisburg and in Washington, D.C. What's your view on all this, Dale? Thanks for calling in. Well, you know me. I don't vote, and I don't, never will vote. But uh, I just I got a link. That's that pretty negative. Well, Dale, if you don't uh, well, vote, do you, I, don't I vote, do you have the right to complain? Vote. Dale. I wouldn't vote. Well, I would never do that. Well, Dale, do you have the right to complain then? 
show. No, I, I do pay taxes. Okay, well then, and that, I care. Uh, I care about. Children. Got you on that and one. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That's <laughs> all I care about. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's another thing. I got a sent of a link. You know, Fox and CNN, they they exercise free speech, right? You know that, right? Uh, Fox and CNN, CNN exercise free speech? Yeah, they exercise free speech. Well, you they might just well tell throw you what MSNBC they want to say. They don't have to tell you what's going on, right? <laughs> does, that, does anybody know that there's been a, a concrete wall being built around the White House in the inner fence? I don't know if that's true news or fake news because you can't even tell anymore, but well, that's pretty you know interesting. What, Dale, what I understand is going on there, and, and, I, I, uh, and just by accident... Uh, after oh, people have been jumping the fence and unfortunately it's not very efficient it's government but the historical groups that are involved with the White House and the height of the fence and the fence is sort of under somebody else's uh, uh, jurisdiction for some reason but what they're doing is I believe they're enhancing areas of the White House fence to make it uh, more secure and to make it more aesthetically looking uh, and I did have a conversation Taller a month fence? ago yeah they're, they're doing some things to improve the fence because it hasn't been done in well, years ben, I don't understand you know Fox News is really right wing they would be bloviating this crazy stuff I don't understand why it's all being very secretive. I mean, I mean, what's the deal with that? I mean, I'm, I'm, understand. You, you gotta understand when they're telling you to watch the left, watch the left. Everybody watch the left. The right hand's gonna choke you. That's where <laughs> that's we're. Right. That's, that's where we're heading. That's where we're heading. We are <laughs> definitely heading. I, I think Dale, this might that's be more. That's exactly the same blueprint Germany used. Okay. If you look, if you study your history, that's the blueprint. Okay, I'm not, I'm not sure 100% on this, but check this. This might be more of an architectural security change than it is a, um, uh, how would you say, uh, conspiracy. So now, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's conspiracy or not, but it's just weird how Fox News would be trying to, you know, that stroke flames with that. One of our good uh, listeners uh, says several sources reported scheduled maintenance on the White House's North Foundation and is not the construction of a tall concrete wall fountain. around the White House. Not even foundation. Okay, that, that's, what, yeah, that's what I was... Oh, fountain, 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 fountain. Thank you. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a maintenance and there... But, Dale, there, there is some situations where they've looked at the fence and how they can make it more secure. Uh, but there, again, there's groups that... Somebody jumped control. the fence a couple of years ago and got in yeah well i know one thing there's a lot of people jumping in two feet in on the right and they're gonna they're gonna pay the price i tell you you gotta watch they're telling you to watch the left you're gonna get strangled by the right yeah, the right hand Guaranteed. the right hand lies but the left hand tells the we're, truth we're heading for nazi germany if you look at the blueprint and how it works they pushed they they told everybody watch the left watch the left next thing you know the right came well then people People should uh, I mean, go go rent. Just, Dale, go rent I the movie. Know. I'm not watching, watching conspiracy, but I do believe the market. <laughs> I think you are into conspiracy, but that's just Dale, me. Dale, go go, right. wa go watch the Dale. movie Springtime for Hitler, and then. Uh, 
All right, we got you, Dale. Thank you so much for calling in. He's done. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. We can talk about that, local topics, anything you wish to. We would just love to hear from you. What's your opinion about this? We have two emails from the newsroom. Some folks have sent in, the newsroom sent in, let's see, Senator Casey sent a highly complimentary piece about the president's first year. And uh, and my question is, should you use your senatorial staff and email an official business to do some partisan bloviating? <laughs> you know, should you do that? So should you have your staff type up a big fat compliment to the Democratic president if you're a Democratic senator? Likewise, uh, well, they there, sent us. Nope, there were two of them. There's that question, and then there's the question of what are you com- exactly are you complimenting? All right. Congressman Keller sent us a message, too, saying, as we observe the one-year anniversary of one-party rule in Washington, I remain focused on delivering solutions to the multitude of crises which this administration has created. Working families have been forced to reckon with the one-two punch of rising prices and lagging wages, both of which are the consequences of this administration's reckless big government spending, job-killing federal mandates, and proposed increased taxes in working families. Should you use your official government staff and email and all that to do that? I, yeah. um, I think no, but you say yes. All right. You're getting information out. Now, you're not asking for campaign funds. But it's hardly That's highly this. partisan opinionated information. It's not just factual information. Well, it may include facts, but it's just highly partisan opinion. But, hey, let's argue it. Should you be able to use your congressional staff to diss the other side in the partisan divide? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We got the NFL football on WKOK this weekend, too, starting tomorrow about uh, 4 o'clock or so. We launch into NFL playoff games, and we don't stop until Sunday night about you 8 have, o'clock. Uh, Shikolami basketball mixed in there? Yep, Sunday, let's see, tomorrow, I think 1 o'clock is the Shikolami basketball, yeah. and then the NFL on uh, WKOK starts at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, and then. They'll be on the frozen tundra <laughs> of Lambeau Greenbrook. Field. Right. All right, 1 800 795 Six five on the topic of voting rights and drop boxes and ID and everything else. One of our good listeners says, I think we should be able to vote from home by phone or computer. Just verify who you are, says Bob. So thank you, Bob. Any problems with that? 
Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem that secure. But, uh, but you know, is there anything in the world that's hack-proof? Yes. What's that? You show up. You have a government issued some form of identification with your picture. photo ID. Okay. You go. You receive something. You check off the boxes. You put it in, and you go. Okay. So there, now, it, it's absolutely happens. inconceivable there could ever be any fraud before then. And once you cast that ballot, it's absolutely inconceivable there could be any fraud you afterwards. Asked, you asked what the best could be. So is that it? Okay. So ideal picture so ID. So now when paper vote, ballot. Yeah. When voting machines show up with uh, votes on them all. Already, that's hard to uh, justify. Or when more people in a precinct vote than the number of people who are registered to vote, that might raise a flag here and there. That's an overage. So, <laughs> so you ask what the best would be? I, the best Maybe would be you yeah. show up, you so vote, paper ballots, you get it. Just the old-fashioned way. You get a way. little uh, receipt that you voted. The numbers in the book, you have you know, 9,240 people registered to vote. Out of those, 782 registered. Here's who they were. Uh, Check them off. Again, uh, we make it more complicated, but also, too, you know, you keep making it easier and easier to vote. I personally think you start diluting the vote at some point. You want to make it efficient to vote, and you want to make it fair. You want to make it equitable, but when you keep making it easy and easy and easy, I look at this way. Uh, Businesses offer trainings on a product. Uh, you know, you, you, you bring your. We got a new computer back. system. You got a new computer on. system. It, very interesting when uh, in, in sales, and people will buy something, and let's say market's ten dollars, and the training's two dollars. And you say, geez, I, I just want to, I'll train myself. And I say to you, I said, no, Mark, the, it's a package deal. You got to pay for the training. Well, what do you mean? Okay, I'll make it, let's do this way. I'll make it $11 or $9 and $2 for training. Because the training's important because if you use that system and you have success with it, you're going to buy the suit a new computer. You're going to buy <laughs> well, somebody else that. a new computer if you have success with your product. But my point is, if, if training means nothing, and I just say, oh, we'll come and train you for free. Well, if it's free training, sometimes when I say, hey, listen, can we do it next Thursday? Can we do it next Tuesday? Can we do it? Don't dilute your product and your service. Bob. And you might be diluting that when we get into the voting stuff. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I was just calling about uh, my remark there about voting by phone or computer, you know, I can call my bank up and I have to give verify who I am so it's secure because they're not going to give the information out unless I know certain uh, right, but Bob, that they need. Bob, that's secure-er. <laughs> it's secure-er, but it isn't foolproof. I asked Ben if anything's foolproof, and the answer is, you know, absolutely not. I mean, you know, nothing is foolproof. But I would, I would think, you know, since um, the U.S. Army hires high school kids to hack into their computers deliberately, and you know, five out of the ten kids get in, um, I would say we have to be. We just have to be careful. I understand. I would love to vote on an app on my phone if you could make it, uh, you know, secure. But uh, the more technology, the layer you in, the more eager the hackers become, I would yeah, think. But nobody could be sitting next to you and influencing you and your vote. But that, again, you know, that's why they have voting. Oh, coercion. Vote. Well, yeah. I guess, yeah. So. But you can get coercion at the polling place, too. Uh, Supposedly not. Well, that's what everybody does. I mean, I would tell you to vote Democrat rather than Republican. 
<laughs> just tell us. But I mean, like uh, hold a gun to your head kind of thing. You know, I'm talking about sitting with Grandma and voting for her. Going, Grandma, here's what we're going to vote. Why well, we here's had people up in Wilkesbury voting for well, dead people. Yeah, well, that's last well I always told my mother who to vote for. <laughs> she didn't listen to me, but she, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what everybody does. You always try and want it to go your way. Well, I would say, Bob, technology down the road should be moving that way. Uh, you hope, uh, you could, again, make voting efficient. Uh, if uh, the technology was there to do it and it was efficient and we could then make the voting time very minimal. You could have uh, actually a voting day instead of a voting season because uh, the technology would make it efficient that you could log in. Here's, here's two days to log in, vote, and it's over. And can I ask you, have you decided that the last election was not rigged and it was not stolen? Well, the, they didn't find any widespread issues, illegalities that's associated with it. Uh, there Other certainly than were, the Trump's big lie that it was. Well, there were certainly were things that different states did and different precincts or governors did that changed the way the vote no. came in and, and enabled more voters or made it easier for some voters. You look at the mail-in votings, that's primarily a Democratic uh, phenomenon. And Governor and, and Wolf... people say Pennsylvania is right, up changed in the that air as we went along. Uh, legal, what... Uh, what the votes were in Pennsylvania because the legislature was involved. So depends who's defining it, but Joe Biden's in the White House, and uh, we'll, you know the voting uh, season will move on to 2022. What do you think, Bob? And Biden has done very well in his first year, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's a that's an assessment. Yep, there's no argument there. <laughs> uh, What's the best thing he did? I, we all know what the worst thing is. What's the best thing he did? Uh, try to bring everybody together. Okay. Oh, try I to have people work together. Which, I think he uh, gave up on that. As far that. as I'm concerned, now we need to get Manchin and Cinnamon out because they're just in there to cause problems. They must have. I'm not sure how many years they've been in there, but apparently they're in there just for uh, uh, to disrupt the Democrats. disruptors. So, All right, to so, be continued. Yes. Thank you, Bob. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Thank so, you. So, so tolerant, day. so tolerant, and so understanding of those <laughs> other Democrats. I think it's a human condition. It's not just Republicans. All right. The big tent. The big tent, right? Supposedly has the sides of the tent are open, too. But sometimes I wonder. They zip it up when I get near. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Great things. Welcome. Are you okay, buddy? Yeah, interesting <laughs> comments. Oh, my gosh. We're getting some good comments here. Uh, but we would love your comments, and that's what the show's all about. It's all about opinions. So, uh, what's, with your opinion. what's your opinion about important topics of the day? Uh, you're listening to On the Mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I've done. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll free line is open. 1-800-795-9565. That's one 800 795 You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. we got lots of emails and texts, so we're going to sift through those. Calls come first. Some very brief news headlines.
lines here. Volunteer firefighters called to a home in Freeburg Thursday evening on the report of an electrical fire there. The home did sustain some damage. No injuries reported. We're glad to say CSR 911 reports crews were called about 7.50 p.m. and the last unit was back in service at about 10 p.m. Volunteers from Freeburg, Middleburg, Mount Pleasant Mills, Sealance Grove, Kramer, and Shemokin Dam were dispatched Thursday Mark, evening. Uh, God bless the first responders 24 7 365 but especially in this type of weather. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and you can't even use a drop of water anywhere. It freezes instantly, so that's always mm. tough. Those those people go far and beyond. Once again, Pennsylvania recorded fewer than 20,000 new statewide COVID-19 cases. Hard to believe that that's the good news, but it is true. Now, we were up above 20 or 30,000 on a daily basis for the past few weeks, but for three days in a row now, the new statewide total of one-day cases is below 20,000, 17,000 to be exact exact 387 new cases in our area. Geisinger Danville has five fewer patients on board and three people died in the past 24 hours in our area because of COVID-19. It appears as though we are at the top of the surge. Nationwide the surge is on the way down but uh, in Pennsylvania we're still enjoying some of the lingering effects of that. So we'll keep you posted about that. People at Beaver Stadium this spring or this fall and the people at the local high school games, field hockey, soccer, football games. Well, we got a surge underway with the, the surge Omicron. Started? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea where it started. One, oh, it started, uh, Omicron South started Africa. in South Africa. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But that's where the first case was detected. All right. As debate continues in Washington, D.C. Uh, on voting rights bills, legislation introduced in the state house is designed to make it easier to cast a ballot in Pennsylvania. Our correspondent David Payne has that story. The legislation is sponsored by House Democratic Leader Joanna McClinton. It would allow Pennsylvanians same-day voter registration, expand the number of drop boxes for mail-in ballots, and allow election workers to begin counting those ballots 21 days before Election Day. McClinton says no excuse mail-in voting has been a tremendous success. We saw voter participation surge in record numbers, and that more than 2.5 million Pennsylvanians were able to use the vote by mail. The legislation is named for the late Kaylee Roy Irvis, the first African-American Speaker of the PA House, who served in that post from 1977 to 79 and again from 1983 to 88. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. WHTM is reporting for decades Republicans tried to get Pennsylvania out of the liquor store business and have not been successful. However, a new approach would let voters decide if the state liquor That's store point. system should be dismantled. A state representative Natalie Mihalik of Allegheny County uh, says we should put it to the voters whether or not to end the stranglehold that the PLCB has on liquor sales in Pennsylvania. She says prohibition ended 88 years ago, but not in Pennsylvania. She wants a voter referendum constitutional amendment. Barbaric. That would... Barbaric organization. Oh, not not the amendment. No, no the, the, the LCB, barbaric. All right, time to get rid of that altogether. I've have always been in favor of uh, dismantling. But uh, anyway, that's another topic. What's your view on this? Should we have a constitutional amendment? That's how you have to do that when you put this to the, the voters. Although you could well, you use a why? referendum as a You know why? Because there's opinion. no politicians that will do the right thing down there. Democrats want the union vote, and Republicans are using it as a bargain chip. So nobody has stepped up to do what's right for Pennsylvania. And if you're around the border states, how much commerce has been lost in Maryland, West 
West Virginia, Ohio, New York, New Jersey, Delaware. I mean, Mark, when you go down to Delaware, I don't want to give it out, but, I mean, you might come in with... Uh, you don't want to tell anybody. A little, a little uh, <laughs> here or there that you've saved 20%. That's right. That's, that's why there's three cases of I wine mean, uh, next to our beach no, stuff it's, it's, in it's, the garage. It's, it's outdated, it's barbaric, and it's a political con. Right. Uh, the Here for Good campaign hit $145,000. Daily Adam reporting today. Salvation Army's annual holiday fundraiser brought in $145,299. So salute to the central Susquehanna Valley for that. President Biden kicks off the second year of his presidency, clarifying comments that he made Wednesday saying that there's no size incursion into the Ukraine that Russia would not be punished for. CBS Nancy Cordes meantime says uh, the Build Back Better plan may come back as Build Back Better pieces. It's not a guarantee, certainly. Uh, they, they're talking now about trying to push through the parts of Build Back Better that they believe can get the support of of those two Democratic holdouts, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. So there are specific elements of the bill that Joe Manchin has praised in the past. All right, CBS is Nancy Cordes. All right, we got callers standing by. Here I am, yak, yak, yakking away. I didn't realize, Joseph, sorry I made you wait so long there. I never looked up for my headlines. You're on the mark. Okay, thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. <clears throat> yes, I sat through uh, almost two hours of watching President Biden speak uh, the other night. What bothers me is these journalists, of course, he has a, a list of, of the ones he's going to call. But uh, these journalists ask questions, but they don't follow up with his distractions and brings back to the point. Uh, example, when, the, when the one man asked him about uh, the debacle in uh, Afghanistan, well, he goes off and starts uh, going on about how much money we spend every day over there, millions of dollars, and we got to get out. Well, President Trump <clears throat> started that movement of getting out of Afghanistan, of course, and we all go along with that. But that wasn't the problem. But what, my, what I cannot understand is why didn't the reporter, after he goes, goes through all this and that and, and evading the terrible manner and, and how he did that, how he did the withdrawal, that was the problem, not getting out. That, that everyone goes along with that. That's a wonderful thing to get out of there. You know what I mean? But we, if we get out in the right way, instead of losing uh, men and leaving people behind and leaving all that valuable war equipment behind for their Taliban. Joseph, Joseph, I didn't. You know, I can't understand because these guys go to school. They know how to question people. You know, it's like a, a lawyer. He don't put anybody on the stand unless he knows what that witness is going to say or have a good idea what he's going to say. You know what I mean? Now, jo Joseph, first of all, you have to understand, okay, you're a reporter at the White House. You'd like to be called on. You're going to take the higher road under the narrative oh, of the press. But under, under, we won't get called on again. Okay, but now under President Trump, if you if you badgered him, you were going to get more time. And that's why Trump changed the, the narrative of the press conference and started to come out and say, no, no, we're not going to let you get time on TV. We're going to take questions. I'll take it uh, as, as we go out to the helicopter. I'll take it here. I'll take it there. But the other part about the narrative is, if you look 
look at it, look at who gets to follow up with the questions, and the questions are not that hard from a standpoint. So the NBC reporter, she got three or four questions. So again, it, it's a contrived situation, but under the situation, you're going to try to make lemonade out of the lemons. President Biden made well, lemonade yeah, out of the Afghan seal. So, so you're going to highlight whatever positives you can find, and if you can't find a positive, you make one up, or you say this was a positive. But didn't President so, Trump ban somebody from the I White House who was irritating him? Yeah, but the, the, the point is that these, these are so orchestrated that when President Biden gets off, I mean, when you're there, if you've watched a press conference, and Mark, you've done them on a local level, you're seeing the situation. But there, it is so formal that when it gets a little bit off the rails, you you got staffers that are now pulling their hair out. So, All right, Joseph, Joseph go ahead your point is positive, but it's not going to be realistic because that's not the well, real I, world. I understand that, but I know the principle is this. If I'm going to teach somebody something, I tell them what I'm going to tell them. Then I tell them that. Then I remind them what I told them. I, I keep hammering that subject. You That's know, not taught I don't in let journalism them school. Go off down a rabbit trail somewhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, but these because are, these I, I go and I speak to a lot of pastors about different things that are going, uh, that are wrong, that they're teaching in the churches, and I know what they think and where they're coming from. So I know how to avoid them uh, getting away from the subject at hand. All right, uh, we got you. And thank you so much. Another thing I wanted to say, I heard on the radio this morning. Very that briefly. The, the president, or the uh, secretary of Homeland Security, he's <laughs> he's got to really zero in now on climate change to make us more secure. I mean, he's really got to zero. When all this stuff in the southern border, people coming in from other countries, fentanyl <laughs> coming in from China, all this corruption coming on into this country, which is 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 security. What he should be focusing on, but now he see his attention is on uh, uh, global climate, global climate change. Okay, I wish Joseph. he'd step outside here in Pennsylvania for a couple of days here the last week or so. Okay, right. see I what's got you, going Joseph. on. Thank you so <laughs> much, sir. Thanks change. for calling in. All righty, next up, Mark. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you. Uh, you had a caller a, a little bit ago that criticized uh, Cinnamon and, and Joe Manchin. He wants to kick them out of the party. Uh, you can see the direction the Democratic Party's going. They don't want to have any uh, other opinion in their party. They want they want everybody to march uh, lockstep and down the road with them. And I, I just don't see that. And it's very frightening. And uh, what's uh, Bob Casey doing? That's he's got to go. Bob's got to go. <laughs> That's my opinion on that. But I, I want to get one other thing going here. Uh, the situation in Ukraine is very dire. And if it wasn't for the fact that the ground isn't frozen enough. Uh, I think they'd already been in in, in Ukraine, and uh, w well, the, the way Ukraine goes, so goes Taiwan. We are in deep, deep, deep doo-doo. I would agree with you. I was going to mention Taiwan, but you hit it. It's not just Ukraine; it's Taiwan, and the other third area is the India. China border, which they've had skirmishes for the last year and a half, that people seem not to think that's a big deal. But uh, no, I agree. Ukraine, and you know, for for President Biden had to walk back, for his people had to walk. Mark, look at how many people had to patch up President Biden's 
hour and 53 right. minutes. I mean, so you know how bad it was. But, uh, no, uh, Putin's going to do what he has to. And, Mark. Uh, he's going to do it when he wants to. Why does Vladimir Putin and Russia want the Ukraine so badly? They want to rebuild the whole uh, mm-hmm. Soviet Union yeah. the way, uh, uh, way uh, Soviet Union was. Right after uh, Ukraine goes, Poland goes. They've already had trouble uh, with the Polish border. Well, you look at uh, Georgia. You look so I'm, I'm, Georgia. It's, it's going to be a cascading effect. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't for, uh, forget Iran there in the Middle East, too. And North Korea. They're going to start uh, testing uh, long-range missiles. They've already indicated that. This whole thing is falling apart. And if I'm alive three years from now, it'll be a miracle. And that'll be with you folks, too. You're going to be gone, too. Because if they cut the electricity off in North America, 100 million people will die within six months. And you know that. And we are in bad, bad shape. All right, we got you, Mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, Cindy, your timing is impeccably poor. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is the early beginning, the beginning, the beginning of uh, Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Lost great, great, great rock and roll well, singer. We'll talk a little bit later, but you saw him in concert, Susquehanna, but uh, All right, we'll talk excellent, about excellent rock and roll album. Thank you so much, Rob. Very much appreciated. Cindy, thank you for waiting through the break. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. First, I want to second Ben's motion. Thanks to all the first responders who are out there in this bitter weather coming to our aid. You know, kudos to all of them. We should examine how our communities can be supportive, more supportive even to them. I wanted to say this. The early, last week there was an article from Spotlight Pennsylvania, and they were talking about, in the article, in the body of the article, they were talking about uh, criticizing the one political party for going for referendums for constitutional amendments when they could not get what they wanted done through the legislature and pass the governor. And I kind of found that laughable because that's really what democracy is all about. The people have a say. So I wholeheartedly support this referendum about the state stores. Good. Let's put it on the table and let's let the people vote on it and we'll decide whether or not we want the government to control the source of alcohol or someone else. I think it's a wonderful idea. Yeah, it's a fabulous idea. I couldn't agree more. And it uh, uh, it's also an easy out for them. As Ben mentioned, everybody's got a key constituency that they're uh, protecting in Harrisburg, so they don't want to have a real vote on it. But this will put it down well, in history as where people vote, what people want. But it shouldn't have to be. The 
Legislators should okay. be doing what needs to be Harrisburg done. Harrisburg shouldn't be a vortex. They shouldn't be a brain we, removal we, machine when you get down there. It's good that there's this outlet to do it. But well, that's true. We shouldn't have to do it. The politicians should stand up and do what's needed in Pennsylvania. We're going to have a couple well, referenda in the years ahead. So. Yeah. I hope so. I hope we have more and more of them. If it, if we it, we should let the people decide if the if our general assembly cannot come to some resolution with the governor and move forward important legislation. Then let the people do it. Take it, you know. If you can't come to consign some kind of reasonable consensus, not a problem. We can just put it on the ballot and we'll vote on it. Of course, they don't like that because this usurps their power, and what they're really about is the power. Well, yeah, but also beware. Philadelphia could put a referendum together within the state that says, "Hey, we don't need to pay state taxes." Well, they could do that. And they could vote, and with their numbers down there, they might have a good chance. Or Allegheny County and Philadelphia County could say... Team up. Yeah, we don't want to do this, and they have the votes. Urban voters don't have to pay any taxes. So then us folks out here in the rural will have to get our pitchforks out again and... Well, I hope it wouldn't come to that. I hope that we could then respond in like measure, and, and suddenly we don't need government at all. I mean, it, it, the real truth of it is they're the ones who want that money more than we do. You know, that's the—I the, the uh, I had to laugh the other day. There was an uh, editor, editorial in the paper, a letter to the editor, and they were uh, whining about school funding again, and they were saying how unjust the school funding system is, yada, yada, yada. Apparently, they don't realize that it must be five, maybe even ten years, ago now, the money is disproportionately now funded out to schools with minorities, with uh, high levels of um, handicapped or otherwise impaired individuals, with high levels of not English speaking as their primary language people. They get more money than rural schools do, right? In fact, take a look at Lewisburg, who gets, I think, less than 25% of their budget from the state. Less than 25%. Sealands Grove, last time I checked, about 40%. 40%. So now why are the people in Lewisburg paying all these state taxes, but those that money doesn't come to their children? It goes down to Harrisburg. It goes to Philadelphia. It goes, as you point out, Ben, to Allegheny County, where some of the schools are beyond abysmal. I mean, yeah, beyond Yeah, and we, and we keep putting money into them and don't get... They're, they're, the, the public education of Pennsylvania needs to be whitewashed with a broad brush painted over and re redone. It makes no sense to keep pouring money into the area. And this governor is in the pocket of the uh, teachers' union, so you see what's going on there. But why do we keep pouring good money into these places without and if you want to reverse that then you know, the people who are, are complaining Black Lives Matter or whatever group uh, NAACP go and see your schools go and see the urban schools and the tragedy of the black students and other minority students and their lack of being educated what chance do they have then in the real world and then you complain later when they're in their 20s and 30s but look at the education system and take a take a snapshot of it and go change it and make it better but they seem not to right the highest performing schools in the state bar none are the Masterman schools, charter schools, in the Philadelphia School District. Yes. Right? Why cannot those other schools emulate what's going on at Masterman? Why don't they choose to educate their children, to go in there and say, show me how you did this? Because they have 100% success rate. 
I mean, this uh, this is beyond, you know, uh, any aspirations, far beyond most of the schools around here. Well, How are they doing that? And that's what we should be doing. How it, are they doing teacher, that? What exactly are they doing? And whether the teachers like it or not, it's not about what the teachers like, just like it's not about what nurses like in the hospital. It's about what the patient needs. That's what's supposed to be the focus of every uh, nurse in a, every uh, clinical practice, and it should be what the children need in public schools, not what the faculty well, the, the, wants, the not problem, what the administration The problem we have with to. the unions, and we can see it through COVID, is the teachers' unions have seemed to be becoming more about employing adults who pay union dues than it is about the children. I mean, can the students get their own union? I mean, this is just getting ridiculous, and public education has a black eye. Not all teachers, not all public schools, but too many of them aren't efficient. And then go to businesses and look at what they're trying to hire. Look at colleges that have to have remedial courses for uh, for students. I mean, you know, look at the situation. Well, hold it, we have to have junior colleges, community colleges, because what, the high schools aren't creating a short enough bridge to college? I mean, there, there's something about the money, follow the money, but uh, the teachers' unions has not endeared themselves. One of the well, measures... I was just beyond exasperated to hear one of our state senators in the state, uh, in the General Assembly, complaining about the inequity in schools. And what was the inequity he was upset about? Well, a school, a high school on the main line, which is one of the richest areas in our state, for those who don't know, they had a water polo team. And the school that he's <laughs> representing did not have a water polo team. What? Never mind whether they could read. Never mind where they could write. Right. Never mind if they could add their way out of a paper bag. They didn't have a water polo team. Well, how, how Don't about, come how, crying to me yeah. that you need more money because you want to have a water polo But how about if you have a pool to teach life skills like swimming? <laughs> not, Can't, not, you not not the <laughs> Can't you just go to the Y? Can't you just go to the Y? All right. Thank you, Cindy. Thank yeah. you. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, on the topic of referenda, I know one of the topics in Harrisburg is to change who writes the referendum as it appears on the ballot. The uh, Partisan Governor's Department of State yeah, does the authoring of that, so he makes sure that that's worded. Would you like to approve the onerous change in voting laws that will disenfranchise hundreds of people? It's like, who's going to vote for that if, if they're writing it in a, a one-sided, or they write it in legally, so you have no idea what you're doing, so you say no, so that it doesn't pass, so that would change that. All right, Bob, you get 60 seconds. Hey, I'm calling about President Biden. He answered all the questions from all the reporters the other day, and all the problems that America's facing right now is from our previous uh, uh, twice impeached president. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And, uh, I doubt that. Come on. Uh, no, no, Bob. No, Bob. Bob, no, 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 no. Let, no, let no, him have his minute. Come on. Ben, come on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Keep going. Yeah, but... And Republicans stand together, so what's wrong with uh, Democrats standing together for that Mark that was calling in about, you know, the two Democrats that are being uh, sheeps? Ostracized by the last Democrats? Week, I'm calling in for Ben. This question is for Ben. You know, you were worried about these people going to jail for breaking into the Capitol. Why would you care about? Why would you care about these people that committed a crime? Because they're not. Against most of country. them. Are, most of them are not getting justice. Uh, they're 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 in justice? jail for for four, six, seven get, months. When you get sentenced. No, you don't. You get justice when you get well, arrested. 
It should be justice. No, you get arrested when you're sentenced. No, you don't, Bob. You get it when you're arrested. <laughs> no, you get it. It's called Miranda rights. Hearings, arraignments, uh, incarceration. This is a minute we don't get back. Or not guilty. That determines your sentence. All right. We got you, Bob. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. One of our good listeners uh, says, oh, my God, the biggest accomplishment of Biden is bringing the country together. Delusional. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty. That's failed. As Ringo Starr said when he was told about some people getting together to form a band, as Ringo Starr said, that will go over like a Led Zeppelin. However, okay. the band did do well. Um, the uh, Let's see. President Biden wasn't bringing people together during his news conference, nor in his speech the day before, January a couple of days 6th, before, when Atlanta, he was calling everybody Atlanta, bigots. Yeah. So that didn't work out. Yeah. All right, Stan, stand by. We'll be right back. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. We've got lots of emails and texts aplenty, so we'll get to them ASAP, but we got a caller on the line. Right. Are you okay, buddy? Right, Do you need another second? Right. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got to make money uh, when you can. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob sounds delusional there when he calls in. That's what that's somebody else story. said. Yeah, uh, but uh, the, the, no, the, I, I the mean, freedom of speech Biden, on the mark. I think Biden's doing a good job there. Well, anyway. if he is doing a good job, well, he's not Donald Trump. Press will be. Uh, he's got that going for him. If he was doing a good job, his his approval ratings on various topics and, and various polls would not be where they are. And people like Mark Penn and other Democratic strategists would not be saying the. What's evident is that they're not doing a good job. They have an optics problem. They have policy problems. They have JV, junior high people in certain positions uh, in in the government. Uh, so we see, hey, you get what you voted for, and people are having a buyer's remorse. Well, wait a minute. I didn't vote for it. So what's that yeah. get for me? <laughs> well, the most, <laughs> yeah, the most people, more people voted. voted for him than that. Well, and I think 99% of it was Trump spring back. And uh, yeah. I think people thought they'd kind of get like an, like a Barack Obama or, you know, a Bill Clinton that was kind of innocuous. He had a couple of good policy ideas, but nobody expected that it was going to I be this I don't know what this policy bad. deals he had. And plus, Joe Biden has not been a good politician. Joe Biden, yes. You know what Joe Biden's accomplishments are? He kept getting reelected. He had yeah. failed campaigns, <laughs> and he lied. He, he plagiarism. I mean, Joe Biden's not an well, honorable guy. That's not a guy. disqualifier for office. No. Well, it's not a disqualifier, no. but it, it does bring up some character things, and also how he uses certain things in his life to promote himself politically. Uh, you use a tragedy uh, of your son. You use a tragedy of your first wife to promote yourself politically. That, that's that's not that's not character that's, plus yeah, no. that that's <laughs> sort of average at best and Ted Kennedy had to run the damn judicial uh, committee when he was chairman who would we have if not for Biden who would have emerged from that pile oh boy there was there was not a lot of people you did you have a vice president that didn't even make it to the uh, Iowa caucuses the mm-hmm. caucuses in Iowa I mean so I mean who who would know you'd had the skateboarder well that's because she knew she was going to be VP I mean, so she you had a white of a endorsed Joe Biden average city in, in South Bend. I mean, there was nobody really. I mean, there was nobody that really stood out in the Democratic Party. I mean, you had Bernie Sanders. I mean, look, look at the group. And you tell me, Klobuchar? Warren? 
You, did you have a, it would have was to was there any governors it's a good yeah, probably elizabeth warren she probably would have risen to the top who knows oh. anyway i'm using up stan's yes, time go ahead sir yeah, that, yeah that's not why i call i called about the, the the democrat there in pa here that's uh introduced this uh voting rights bill as she called is, is a woman i didn't really i looked online uh, i don't think she I introduced didn't. it but the democratic uh leader of the state house is a, is a woman that's who was All quoted right. there all right. Well, whoever introduced doesn't matter. Woman or guy doesn't matter. It's still, still just wrong. So we want to have same day registration. So what happens if you can't prove who you are when you go to register? Because my understanding these days you need to have proof of citizenship and all that to register. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, but go okay. go. Yeah, maybe I don't. Yeah, but go get a real ID. Try to get a real ID. Exactly. The driver's so license. Very how, are they, how, are they, how are they going to prove that? So they're going to let the guy, let the person that just registered vote. So are they going to, what do they call that when they segregate those ballots? They, provisional ballots. They're going to vote on a provisional ballot until they make sure they are who they are and then vote. How many days is that going to take? And then they want, I don't, we don't have early voting in this, in this state other than we have mail-in ballots. Is that considered the early voting? Because they well, want to expand early voting with this law. You have absentee period. ballots. Okay, well, absentee ballots, I understand, and you have mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. Which I, Are they considering that the early voting period, expanded early voting period? Or are we going to have polls open like they do in other states where people can go to the physical polls and open? Yeah, well, that's the question. Are you have voting season or you have voting day? Yeah, I, yeah, they're right. There's one voting day. If they, you know, and people call and say we need to make it a holiday. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> make it a I know Saturday. why I work. It wouldn't be a holiday. It's I'd not a holiday here. Now. Yeah. Police and firework when it's a holiday. Yeah, yeah. One person's holiday is somebody else's work. I mean, again, just another work yeah, day. Yeah, so, and hold it. Are, are people going? Are more people going to vote because it's a holiday? They get off work. Well, right. Then no, make no, make a picnic. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it, we're getting into I, the absurdity of. And again, also too, I remember being in Florida back in the. Jeez, oh, I forget how it was. Voter suppression. You know what voter suppression was? At the off ramp of I four outside Orlando, the state police were doing a doing traffic stops or monitoring traffic speed speed limits and and at that at that next exit was a voter thing so people were complaining uh, that state police were, were intimidating their voting so you, you can get into the absurdity of what people define voter suppression as and, well, there, the, and the, if there the is real is, voter suppression we, it should be addressed and addressed uh, properly Right. All right. Not just accused. And and the pre canvas mail in up twenty one days. What what could possibly go wrong there? So you got officials in certain certain areas pre canvassing what the vote is so they can determine how many votes they need to get their desired result. Yeah, and the ballot or, harvesting or, or, scenarios. Or, 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 what we're gonna do, we're not gonna count them then. It's just gonna open them and destroy the envelopes. Yeah, I mean the the voter ID stuff that people come up and say, well, I got my college and I'm a vote, and well, just because you have a college ID with your picture on doesn't make you a U.S. citizen or a resident. Yes, that's the and so you know people seem to stop at what their answer wants to be. Why well, I have a college right. ID that doesn't make you nope. Anybody can get a college ID. I used to have a graduate ID when I was an undergrad. <laughs> I thought it was a big deal. It helped me get in the bars. But I'll tell you what. What was that uh, famous one down there in the corner? What, the Rathskeller? The Rathskeller down there? You Maybe. did a couple case studies? 
All right. Thank you so much, Stan. All right. Have a good one. Case studies. That's a good one. All right. 1-800-795-9565. I never understood the appeal of the Rolling Rock Pony bottle. I thought this is silly. They charge $2 for it, and it's only eight, seven eight ounces? ounces or something. Yeah, yeah it's not well, enough. Not good. enough. All right. Uh, we have some text. Wow, Let's get to those. One of our good listeners sent us a note on the topic of uh, school choice. It says, the Masterman School is a school for the intellectually gifted. For other Philadelphia schools to duplicate their success would re- require them to accept uh, only intellectually gifted students. I guess uh, we have 150 no, the character point is limit crea- Create competition. Let parents put their children in schools that teach them, and you can move forward. Public education is dying on the vine in one some is, areas. one 800 We'd love to hear from you. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, I play liberal on the radio, and I, but I would just love to talk to you about I ask more questions than I make statements, so I would just love to ask you why you feel you do the way you do about uh, some of these voter topics or other issues. We had a uh, one particular legislator say for interested in a referenda in Pennsylvania on should we get rid of the liquor store system. So of course most I would think most Pennsylvanians are going to vote for those, except for the people that work at the liquor store. They will mm-hmm. probably vote no. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the telephone number. You can email us at on the market and text us at 70236. Some more texts here. Bob Casey's doing a wonderful job. Republicans stand together, so they're doing wrong. In Mark's opinion, if you think Democrats should, too. Not quite sure what you're asking there. That one. But uh, anyway, the problems America's facing is all from the last presidency, inflation, pandemic, etc. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> there certainly are some problems left over from the previous administration, but Joe Biden has created a wide range inflation, of his own. Yeah. Well, inflation is all him. I, I think well, prices may have been going up, but uh, as we heard from Matt Rosu yesterday, there's some things the president can do to reduce inflation that President Biden has not. Well, when you put too much money in the system, I mean, there's $3 trillion extra. They didn't need the second version of it, or they needed to to make it segmented and and directed right to certain entities, like if you're going to do hospitality business, if you're going to do daycare, you you know, create create the situation, but they've they've just uh, put too much money. One of our listeners says, Joe, Joseph, uh, oh, this is uh, a listener sends a note to Joseph, says President Biden answered all the questions from all the reporters, not just some. Well, he did He did allow the reporter to ask the question, and yeah. he did give a answer, but it wasn't the answer in many cases, but that's another topic. Anyway, Bob, there was fraud in the Democratic Party in 2020. It was done in the open through illegal courts, secretaries of states, and governor's actions. Uh, let's see. Another listener says it's easy, an easier, if you make it easier to vote, you make it easier to commit fraud. Another one says, sure, vote from home on computer or, fo- or phone. What could possibly go wrong? Couldn't imagine. Uh, Lance is next, or last caller before a quickie break, and then we got other callers coming in, so uh, we'll let Lance go right ahead. Okay. Well, years ago, my great uncle, um, he said if we could get it to snow on election day, the GOP would take every election, and that's really true. I mean, you think about the uh, electorate, um, what would they say? Oh, yeah, I always fond of saying the Democrats were people that were born with their mouth open and their palms up. So that's a, and what you're saying there is uh, really true. I mean, what possibly voting from home? Oh, my word. It's just so many opportunities to cheat. Um, the only thing I'd really accept is if we'd have a paper ballot and while they're counting it, there'd be a 
representative of one party on the right shoulder and the other one on the left shoulder watching it. Okay. That's the only thing that would possibly uh, really be all the way with it. Uh, now, also, our, uh, the folks that are the, uh, the individual who mercilessly killed that couple there in Shemokin Dam, given two life terms without parole. You realize that our governor would like to make it so there's no such thing like that? The best that he would, the worst he would give anybody is uh, life with parole because everybody deserves a chance except the babe in the womb he's all for any time for any reason. So there. And we talk about what both the teachers' unions, well, you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> that uh, wasn't. Randy was a person who had the same uh, uh, position in the union as what Randy Weingarten does in the next biggest teachers' union. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, all this stuff you're doing for the teachers, what about the kids? And he said, well, <laughs> when the kids start paying union dues, we'll worry about the kids. And he really did say that. Yeah, that was I think back in the, either the late seventies or in the eighties. But that's the point where are there are the is the teachers' unions more about employing adults than it is teaching children. But again, there is a number a number of very very good teachers. I wish there was a larger number of uh, of administrators or, or not administrators, but union leaders that uh, thought like some of the teachers. There there is very very good teachers overall. But then the question is, why do these same schools keep failing what what's going on in chicago what's going on at la unified school districts uh in pennsylvania or philadelphia harrisburg. harrisburg and and pittsburgh but this has been going on for decades this isn't just yeah. new and why do we keep putting money back in why do the taxpayers what why do the people in philadelphia put up with that why do the why do the minority students and their parents put up with that it, it it's horse crap and it should be directed the, these administrators in Philadelphia are there getting a paycheck and they're not it's not fair to those students and I tell you what you, you know you you can go in and make changes and you can make people accountable and allow the parents to put their children where schools where they can learn yeah that's for sure I remember I uh, was our English uh, literature teacher at Northumberland back when they were going on for about you she didn't have too much for them. They were in there talking to her. She says, well, what if, What will you do to me if I don't join? Let the air out of my tires? Because that was what was going on up in Nanticoke. Well, well, teachers' unions were needed because te school boards, I mean, again, there's a balancing, and, and there should be uh, a balancing. But, again, the teachers' unions have, have public schools improved under Damn. the unions. Mm -hmm. And that's right. a question people can we answer. We got you, Lance. Thank you so hey, much for I, calling in. I got a couple minutes here. There's a couple seconds here yet. Uh, seconds, yes. Seconds, okay, not I, minutes, I have, but seconds. Alcohol business. Why, isn't that wonderful? We're going to have more and more alcohol. Goodness, uh, we have now, we are now killing as many people with alcohol as we kill with all the other illegal drugs put together at 100,000, and it's doubled in the last 20 years.
So that's what we need, more of it alcohol. <laughs> more booze, all right. No, we're not saying more alcohol. We're saying well, the public, public has access to the alcohol in, in more It'll lead ways. to more drinking. We know that to be true. Uh, all right, thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the call. Stand by, Joe. we got to take a quickie break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. big here. I want to mention the Sunbury Motor Company, North 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 to 15, almost warp two locations. And this address is the newest one, sunburymotors.com. You can do as I've done on many occasions, uh, take uh, busted down vehicles to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, and they fix them up. If you didn't get them at the Sunbury Motor Company, they burst busted, down all the time. Busted down. Uh, right, that's true. Busted down in Baton Rouge. Thank you. Lake they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for tires. They'll pump you up with nitrogen. The quick lane, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, so you can drop a car off at 6 in the morning. And Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. they got online specials. They're selling brand-new Ford, Hyundais, and Kias. They're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and motorcycles and everything else. they even got a car wash mm -hmm. going now. A master towing service that does damage-free work on vehicles. So that's the Sunbury Motor Company. They would just yeah, ask you to do what I've done. Uh, shop there and be happy. You won't see Bobby McGee, but you can sing the song. Joe, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, good morning. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I just want to bring to uh, notice that might not get much attention in the news is the March for Life down in Washington, D.C. today. Uh, that uh, I do believe it was canceled last year for uh, COVID, but uh, it is getting... Uh, the, the subject uh, of, of it, uh, of course, is abortion, and it's getting momentum with uh, some Supreme Court cases hmm. now that uh, have uh, returned uh, the decision-making to the states rather than the federal government, plus the, uh, over the past 50 or so years, the science that has come out about uh, what uh, a person is at a certain time uh, in vitro. You know, the, and then uh, the heartbeat bill that has been passed. Also, I wanted to mention that that is really bringing uh, is kind of a crux part of the legislation that goes to the states and the federal government. So, I wanted to just bring that to the attention. And uh, something else I didn't know uh, if either one of you heard about is this uh, court case in Wisconsin that said that the drop boxes were illegal. Have you heard that? I mean, it's going to be challenged, and it's Wisconsin State, you know, law. But, uh, I mean, it is kind of a blueprint for other states. Well, <laughs> I like might the, take 
I, I like, didn't know if you heard of it. I had not heard of that. I don't really know much about it. I tried to find some information on it, but really I nope. couldn't get any details of why or if it was just a matter that it was, you know, instituted kind of because of COVID and now, you know, they realized that it wasn't passed. I'm not sure what, even if you heard of it, I'm not, nope. have you any details on that? No, drop boxes have been tested at state level courts in Pennsylvania, but I haven't heard anything from the U.S. Supreme Court or Wisconsin courts, but maybe there was some okay. specific element of it that was found or the courts yeah. strongly opposed to it. You know, maybe it's a partisan thing. You know, maybe one side of the court is highly Democratic or highly Republican and they don't want, you know, that might be a sort of the political view on things. Right. All right. Yeah, that's right. I, I couldn't get a lot of, uh, but uh, but uh, okay. moving on from that, yeah, the um, the, uh, the question about Joe Biden answering all the questions on his uh, 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 press conference the other day is that he didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's he what I said. Two part question, and the second part was about his son Hunter. And it may have been towards the end. I've been trying to look at the transcript, and, you know, you go through it. And oh, he just I, I ignored it. I'm this morning. But there, there was a specific question about his son, which I couldn't remember. But, uh, you know, he answered a, kind of a brief. I don't even remember what the first question was. But he kind of briefly answered that, like he said at the end, that, you know, I'll give you quick answers. But he didn't even address the second. So he didn't answer all the questions. Gotcha. Well, he didn't answer them all. Right. He didn't actually answer he the questions that were asked. <laughs> right. Oh. All right. Thank you, right. Joe. Your money make them part of it. See you, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. You saw Meatloaf at the Susquehanna University. Uh, March 79, I believe. Okay. A great uh, deal. A group of us in high school were there. And uh, young lady Kim Stracola caught the scarf that the meat threw at us. Wow, that's great. 40 short years ago. Plus. Rest in peace. Thanks for listening to On the Mark, everybody. This is WKOK Sunbury.